0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cox A.T.A. Martial Arts, Farooja Mechanical, and The Adventure Begins Comics, and more proudly bring to you the reigning, undisputed radio tag team champions of the world. The Captain Joey Savage, Corey D.L.G., we are Nerd Thug. Radio. Yo. Yeah. Boom. And the producer, Nico DLG. This me. The boys are back in town. It's all three of us. It's <laughs> been a while. But you're listening to us on Conros FM, 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. And worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. You can check us out at NerdThugRadio.com and interact with us at Facebook.com. Backslash NerdThugRadio. Plays where you should play like the boys are back in town. Definitely boys don't definitely don't town. do that. <laughs> well, I mean we got oh definitely, yeah. Do They're yeah. like yeah, definitely doing it. Yeah, you should definitely don't listen to him. He doesn't know what good radio is. So what you been up to, Nico? I haven't seen you in a while. Like Uh, not much. Did the show without you cuz you know it was your day off. My one You're day welcome. off You're welcome. You're My welcome. One of,
1: one of fifty-seven that I haven't been able to use. <laughs> you're no, welcome. Someone over here.
0: <laughs> well, whenever you are the sole proprietor of this I'm train, to we call
2: NTR. I'm starting to wonder if there's like a conspiracy here, where the head of HR and then you have been able to use all these days off. Right. What's going on here? Well,
0: like you have nothing else to do, so you're gonna How be does here. That, like you're yeah. gonna be here. I'm a very I, I'm busy. Uh, I super mean, busy. House-sitting busy?
2: I'm a, I'm a high-demand house-sitter. You High-demand. <laughs> if you, I, look you it, haven't even been home in- If you look at percentage of days home versus house-sitting this month, uh, it's like 88% away from home. The best part about it is you're just really cheap. That's true. It's just like some food at your houses and then like-
0: Although, like, you didn't touch any of the pizza. When oh, you, from the Little Caesars? Yeah, so he's, he, he comes and stays in the house. We get pizza the night before we're leaving- and there's like a whole pizza left. I come home a week and a half later, the same pizza is still in the fridge, never touched.
1: I don't I don't really like leftovers. Oh my gosh. He's he's a picky house sitter. <laughs> right. He'll just eat your sealed snacks. Yeah. That's true. That once, is what I ate.
0: So once you open up a cereal box, you never go back to it. Uh, that's not it's left- open. No, that's so not. Technically leftovers. it's a leftover.
2: That's not. Yeah. No, it's open. Certainly not. It's been open and sitting out. Listen, if it was socially acceptable to eat a whole box of cereal in one sitting, I would do that. You're going to have to, because otherwise you're eating leftovers. Okay, deal. I'll just start doing that from now on. I mean,
0: pretty logical, right? You open right, up the yeah. pack, you leave it there. Now it's a leftover. I'd like
2: a fried chicken, please. Press you <laughs> your thigh. No, no. A whole fried you chicken. You opened
0: it, didn't finish it, put it back that becomes a leftover. That's not what a leftover is. Oh yeah, definitely. That's not. What's the definition of a leftover? Yeah, well, well like what comparable? Your definition.
2: So, a leftover would be if you if you prepare a meal. So you prepared your cereal, you prepared your cereal okay, in the bowl. Okay, so I'm speaking. Milk. Not I don't know Done. like I don't know why he asked for my definition and then leftover. So if I didn't finish what was in the bowl of cereal, that would be a leftover. No. Because that is a prepared dish. Like if you took you don't you don't Make all of, like, a spaghetti sauce all at once. You put some in the bowl and you do your stuff with it. So that's not the same thing. Cereal is one of the ingredients in a bowl of cereal. So in my mind, a box of cereal is still in safekeeping so over So here's
0: there. the technical definition of leftover.
2: Okay, let's Ready? see.
0: Something, especially food, remaining after the rest has been used or consumed. So you open the box of cereal. But you by that definition... Part of it, you didn't consume no, all of it because, by that definition, a every, Everything's a leftover.
2: Everything a leftover by that definition, then. Then it exactly. is. So you've had two. Yeah. You've had one sip of your Dr Pepper. The rest is leftover. I uh, haven't no, opened cause, it yet.
1: No, because he hasn't. He hasn't finished drinking his. Pepper. Yeah, but, but it didn't say.
2: It. It. it didn't say finish. No, but the, the it ass- didn't. No, but now you're adding words that aren't on there. You guys want to textbook me? Let's textbook it. Sure. Okay. Well, okay. So the, 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 the second you open that Dr Pepper, okay. it's a leftover. Okay, that's se- stupid. We both second- he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't not eat leftovers. Right, he doesn't care. The but the second
0: I open it and consume part of it, now I'm drinking the leftover of my soda. Yeah, that's not, that's not what that means. The the leftover one. is the cereal. So let's talk about some leftovers. You act like that's going to
2: change my eating habits. It's like, not, oh, you're it's right. Not. Now I won't eat cereal.
0: Anymore. No, I mean, no one's going to change your mind. No, you're going to eat
1: entire boxes of cereal. At once. Oh, I swear
2: yeah. to God, I'll start doing that. I'll just put them in like, I in the, would. those <laughs> giant mixing bowls by a gallon of milk.
0: I don't even eat my cereal, like, in normal bowls anymore. Like, I get Tupperware dishes because they're bigger and they hold more. I could probably eat a half a box of cereal in one sitting. Easy, Oh, easy, easy. Bowls. Absolutely. Especially if it's, like, one of the fruity kinds. Oh, no, like I don't the the do flavor. that. No, I don't do that. What is your favorite cereal?
2: Uh, I like me some Pops or Frosted Flakes. Frosted or Flakes are good. Some, anything with marshmallows. I almost killed a whole box of Lucky Charms at your house. Yeah, you did.
0: The ones with the unicorns? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty nice. I like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's my fave.
2: Cinnamon is only, the Toast Crunch is only okay no, sometimes. I don't only, want it all the time.
0: It's only okay every time. I
2: don't want, I don't, I, but, like, I can go months without doing that one.
0: Nico, you, so while we get on the cereal, then we'll move on to the next thing of leftovers.
1: Uh, what? My favorite cereal? Yeah, come on. Uh, uh, I'm, a, I'm a total square. I really like Honey Bunches of Oats.
0: That's a good one, too. With, with or without almonds? Almonds, all uh, right. yeah, yeah, the Blue Box, right? Yeah. The Blue Box yep. is good. Blue Box is good. They also have an
2: incredibly uh, bland... Box of cereal.
1: Oh, you talk about uh, corn squares. For some reason, corn though? flakes. No no, 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 squares. Corn. Squares. So is that like um, it's like it's like Captain rice, Crunch it's, without it's, the berries. It, no, it's like no. rice checks, but they're corn based, not yeah. rice based. Rice
0: checks, but it, but yeah. it's
1: corn, but it's corn instead of rice. Hmm.
0: So
2: they have the anyway. For some reason, I really like them. I don't know why. Do Do you want a box? Because we have about 12. I, I'm the only one eating them at y'all's house. I know. The last few times I've been there, I've had like three bowls of it. You know and it's the, still there the next time I come back. Do you know what
0: the worst cereal ever is? We've talked about this before. We did a whole top three on cereal one we time. Did, we, we did. We did. It's grape nuts. It's the worst.
2: I've never even yeah. heard of it. Yeah. Uh, it's got like. That's it's, how bad it is. It's like a whole grain, high fiber. It's
0: like eating dog food with milk. Oh, yeah. disgusting. exactly what it is. Accurate. Um, so, uh, Nico, since, uh, you haven't been here in a, in a few minutes, all right. Right, on the show. Well, like, really, you haven't been, been here up in to? a few
1: minutes. <laughs> right, it's been a while for yeah, me. What you been yeah, up to, man? Yeah, you're the one who's been gone on the net.
0: Anything exciting?
1: Uh, no, not really. We've just been, I've been, like, me and Corey have been sick, so I've been, like, at my house most of the time. We haven't yeah. been recording. Even and when then... I'm not
0: here, you guys get sick. When I'm here, you guys are fine. Like, you just suck off my energy. What? That's why I'm always sick. I haven't been sick at all lately. But usually I'm sick. That's it's mainly because he's gone. Hang on <laughs> a second. You guys take my energy First away. First of
2: all, that's not even true. What? You came back from your trip sick. Your wife walked in the door complaining because you I wouldn't take your medicine on the trip. I could
0: I could feel you as I was getting closer to the house and you were just
2: sucking my energy away. <laughs> this dude has been sick for like two months straight. I, I even told him in a text recently. I was like, you're either getting old or there's something wrong with you because you've been sick a lot these last yeah, two I months. I keep
0: giving, feeding my energy to you guys so you guys can be safe. Stop, stop accusing us of taking...
2: Like, we want your broke, sick energy. We got our own energy. <laughs> we got our uh, own broke, sick energy. Yeah. <laughs> I got uh, our own sick energy to I worry about. I got enough about. sick stuff to without sapping your sick off. So
0: put a little poker over the weekend, Nico. Oh, Me that's and, fun. Uh, Corey DLG. That's re- true. Representing uh, Nerd Thug Radio and the Cox Poker Challenge. Yeah, I don't think you realize just how much
2: poker greatness you're in the presence of. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've never even played poker before.
0: Really? Yeah. No. I'll teach you. All right. I'm pretty good at it. Um, But, yeah, so we, we put into play at the the Cox uh, house. He's been doing this crazy thing, Nico, where, like, they've been playing every week, and then you get points when you win. Plus no, every month. Every month. Every month, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah every month. And uh, they've had probably 15 to 17 people come through. And at the very end, next month's the last month, only the top six get to play for, like, a cool little bracelet. Me and Corey DLG were both in the top six. Nice. That's Nerd Thug Radio representing.
2: And... I've missed events, and I've uh, but I have won one event. Last I'm coming g- into this weekend, I wasn't ranked at all. I've been grinding. Yeah, so Corey's
0: been at two events, and he's he won one last night, so he's got like six points. I've been to three events. I've gotten like two seconds. No, I won one last night. Yeah, I got a second and like two fourths. So I'm just grinding my way to the top, baby. So he's like Danica Patrick, and yeah.
2: I'm like. Uh, I'm Some g- race car driver who wins the races. I'm the good-looking one. <laughs> everyone wants to be around. I, I felt like I paid you a high compliment you during did. the tournament.
0: You did pay me a huge compliment. You want to talk about that? I'd so, I would uh, love
2: to hear that more about this.
0: <laughs> Again. So,
2: at one point, uh, we're playing, and Joey goes all in. Uh, now, Joey, had, had been he's, he's a scrappy player, but he wasn't having a great run of cards at this particular tournament. He didn't have a lot he could mess with. So, he's running low on chips. He moves all in. Um, I love playing with the guys. Everybody's really nice. Everybody's really great. There's not a lot of the players there though that I particularly fear. Uh, I might lose some hands to some people, but it's going to be something. It's more likely I feel like it's going to be something I do than something than they do. Uh, Um, I feel pretty good about how I play when I play against them. Um, but to have Joey in a position where I had him, I was playing someone all night.
0: The one person he does fear, not
2: fear, but the one person who I do have respect for, and it's easy. If he's already put himself in a position where he's completely in, he's exposed. He's vulnerable. So if there's a chance, without any betting strategies influencing my decisions, to pin him down, that's my best opportunity to get rid of him. Right. Plus, I was, I was a large stack because I was playing from the lead all night because uh, I caught some good cards early and I was aggressive with him. So I was I, I was never not the big stack at the table. So I caught Joey... <coughs> Excuse me So it was Joey One other player They both went all in
0: So what ended up happening is I was the big blind Some guy Just limped in Corey makes a raise Which he's been doing The whole night Which was what he's supposed to do So when it came back to me I had a I had probably the best hand. T- well, coin flip with the guy next to me but i had a pretty strong hand so i was like you know what screw it i'm all in
2: but he was also running low on chips and so he was at a decision opportunity it was like
0: 6500 in there and so the guy next to me calls I'm like okay i'm gonna beat this guy and i figure Corey's gonna call or fold and you're like you know what i'm all in it <laughs> took that? me a really long time to
2: decide what i wanted to do and they were making fun of me about it so then when i go all in and we all flip over i'm playing ace four yeah and they're both everyone's like Ace four offsuit. They were like, why were you thinking about that? What was blah, blah, blah. And so I said, well, listen, if you have an opportunity to knock out Joey where he can't maneuver or bet or, you know, well, he
0: can't outplay you, he
2: can't trick you to, or change your decision-making in the hand. Plus you can knock him out. If you win, then it's just a matter plus when it's three way, like that, ace four odds on that are about one. And you know, I'm one in six, one in seven, somewhere in that range. Right. Statistically speaking. Uh, also on that particular run of cards, it wound up being a three-way chop because the board made a straight. But the reason the board made a straight is because my ace and my four both paired. So I was top hand all the way until we chopped. So when they were sitting there telling me, like, that was a terrible play and why were they doing that, uh, it then was also two pair. Right. So that's why so you do that.
0: as we get out of here, like, in, theor- in in poker theory, over time, it wasn't the best. The strategy was great probably wasn't the best hand to make the move on ace four if it was just me and you ace four ace queen you're probably gonna lose five out of six times right but but i'm not but i'm probably
2: not calling ace four to ace queen
0: no yeah so the strategy the strategy was was okay um also you don't get to pick your cards that's
2: i do i do agree with stats and all that. i know we're up against it but you never get to pick your cards when other people present situations right you
0: know what you have okay Right Make this happen Blah 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 blah
2: Like it'd be great If I had pocket aces Every time everyone Went all in That'd be perfect (laughs) But you know You gotta make do With what you've got
0: Let's jump out to a break When we come back San Diego Comic Con Marvel Phase 4 Has been announced Let's talk about it Go nowhere We are Nerd Thug Radio
2: The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have Cosplay Crafting and Trivia Nights and BYOB Nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Tomjanovich,
1: and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio.
0: Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Before we talk about the uh, Marvel Phase 4 news, let's talk about my friend, the Nerd Ninja, over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Yeah. There it is. There's something wrong with my mic. As the leader of martial arts <laughs> in North Houston, there's two convenient locations. There's one in Conroe. there's one in Magnolia. There's a place for you and your children and your grandparents and anyone in the family to get their fitness goals started by learning the art of taekwondo. Self-defense classes, they've got classes just for adults. They've got classes that that spe- you know, they are specific to the age groups to kind of help you out there. Um, that way you can learn stuff with people, you know, instead, some people, I always get the, uh, the kickback when I talk Taekwondo to people, they're like, well, I don't want to go to class with kids. I'm like, well, you don't have to because here at Cox ATA, they have classes just for adults. So go check it out over there. You mentioned Nerd Thug Radio. You get two free weeks of training and Corey, I'm going to let you do the punchline because apparently I do it wrong every single time. <laughs> at
2: Cox ATA, they teach life skills, they build leaders and they leave a legacy. There it is. Yeah, it's funny. We were sitting there at the poker game, and Caleb goes, uh, Mr. Cox, he goes, uh, yeah, uh, Joey, every time you do it, you do it wrong, which is weird because you're there all the time. <laughs> uh, but, Corey, when you do it, it it's, it's right. And
0: you like, well, put the two ones around every time. I said, well, whatever. They're I am the,
2: point. the talent. People do get, get Teach the leaders, build life skills.
0: <laughs> build, li- build leaders, teach life skills. There you go. Yeah. yeah, to build leaders, you to teach life skills. You yeah.
2: teach life skills, you build leaders, you leave a well, legacy. You, you're
0: building leaders by teaching life skills.
2: Right, so the first step is what you're doing first. Nah,
0: not in my world. <laughs> not in my world. <laughs> All right, so let's get on to this uh, Marvel Phase 4. Um, this I think, was a weird announcement. So once I saw everything come down, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And, and the cool thing I, I do want to mention going into Phase 4 is part of Ma- Phase 4's uh, plans are in the new Marvel Disney streaming uh, network. Yes, which is uh, a,
2: a significant portion. So... Typically, they only really announce two years' worth of stuff, which yeah. means they typically would only announce six movies. They ins- ten things? They announce ten things instead.
0: But uh, you know, And this is being done. These movies are being done, or shows, I would say, on the Disney network are being done by Marvel Studios and not Marvel Television. Correct. So they're directly tying into to uh, the, the uh, MCU, where the Defenders from Netflix didn't really do that. Um, so, right. Well, and Agents I, and of I, and S.H.I.E.L.D. is done by Marvel Studios as well. Right?
2: Uh, It's on by Marvel Television, yeah.
0: But they kind of... Marvel Television
2: is sort of its own division of Marvel Studios, but yes. Yeah.
0: So they're all tied in there. So you want to... You mean to just run down the list real quick, and then we'll pick out some ones that you think are interesting? Sure, sure. So, getting started with the Black Widow movie. Yep. Which uh, I think everyone Uh, saw coming. Everyone knew. Even though she's dead.
2: You Um, know, there were some people who actually thought during Avengers Infinity War and Endgame that they may have secretly filmed the Black Widow movie already. Oh, really? Or had filmed the secret Captain America movie. Because they were like, these guys were all together for so long. Right, right. But it turns out that wasn't the case.
0: Uh, so then we've got uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Which That's going to be on the streaming, the streaming service. service. Yeah. Then we're going to The Eternals, which will be a movie. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, mm-hmm. which will also be a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, WandaVision sounds like something out of Willy Wonka. It does. Doesn't it? It really does. Uh, that'll be on the streaming network, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, that goes straight into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Whoa. <laughs> Spooky. I bet they changed the name of that. Um, and then we've got Loki, which is also a um, television show, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then this was the kind of surprise one for me, uh, the What If, but it's going to be animated. It's going to be animated, and it's
2: going to be on the streaming service. But it's going to feature the voice work of all of the main of the movie actors. Right. And what it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, the, the what if comic books were alternate realities right. of Marvel storylines. So it would be like, what if in Dark Phoenix, instead of dying, Jean Grey lived? And then it tells a whole other story out of that. This is going to go through the Marvel Universe and ask, what if? What if,
0: what if Iron Man was the...
2: Sorcerer Supreme. Right, and it's going to ask just uh, Marvel movie questions.
0: Um, and then we've got Hawkeye, which is another television show, if I'm not mistaken. It is. Uh, and then Rounded Out by Thor, Love and Thunder. Sounds like a porno.
2: It's it's a super 80s logo.
1: Very He-Man, uh, well, Power of Grayskull m- logo. Makes sense. We've now established in the Marvel Universe that space is 80s.
2: Well, and also <laughs> as, also Asgard and Asgardian-related things are very 80s.
0: Yeah. So he, uh, Kevin Feige, right? Mm -hmm, The the Feige, uh, did make an announcement that he didn't have time to address where the X-Men or Fantastic Four would fall in, but he did say that there is an additional project that will be Blade.
2: Yes. Featuring
0: my new favorite actor. The guy from the Green Book. Yeah. Ali. Well, he was also in Luke
2: Cage. Yeah, Uh, you were into him then when he was Copperhead.
0: Yep. yep. you, You said some nice things then. Yeah, I really like that guy. So um, let's... Um, can, we, <laughs> can we please have uh,
1: Ryan Reynolds as Hannibal King again? <laughs> that would be so cool.
0: So, Corey, let's go through that. There's there's 10 projects announced, yeah? Yes. Uh, we've got plenty of time to discuss them. So let's just kind of pick out uh, what are your top two ones you're looking forward to the most? Um, I think Shang-Chi is going to be a big deal. And
2: I'm curious how Eternals will fit in to yeah, all of this. Me too.
0: So Eternals and Shang-Chi, the two you're looking forward. With?
2: Yeah, Black Widow. I'm sure they're just gonna pass the mantle on to somebody. I'm sure that movie ends with a new Black Widow. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm just. Uh, none of these other ones really surprise me.
1: They're kind of right on schedule. Yeah, or like they've been like hinted at before.
0: Yeah, yeah. They don't surprise me now. I'm excited. So the two things I'm excited about. I'm excited to see what they do with the uh, television shows. I think they're. Um, it's gonna be it's some good dynamics. I'm a huge Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier fan, so seeing those guys together is gonna be kind of cool. Uh, then kind of seeing what they do, you know, with the whole Wandavision thing. Just how yeah, much? Yeah, I'm curious how, how much, they bring her, bring yeah, him back. How much story do they put in to these television shows, and like how much is it tie in is Going to be exciting, but hearing that there's a Thor four coming, and then the announcement they made where like Jane Foster is going to be, be back, Thor, going to be the Thor. I'm like, excited
2: about that, but that's so far away. It's two years away. Yeah, 2021,
0: 20, yeah. right? Yeah. The Future, end of 2021. Yeah. Future space year um, 2021. But yeah, I mean, they've got Tessa Thompson's coming back. Um, Chris Hemsworth. is coming back, and then she's going to be back, which means I bet Korg and uh, the other dude are going to oh, be back. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. But
2: you know what's interesting is there were some things that still didn't make it on this announcements, like Guardians of the Galaxy
1: 3. so um, uh,
0: Doctor, Doctor Strange 2. So uh, yeah. Black Panther 2 wasn't on here. Right. Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't on here. A... Uh, Big, what you want to say, Avengers 5 or however you want to mention it?
2: Right. It's it's. I mean, it's coming up, but I'm sure they have to lay the groundwork for that. Yeah, that we makes keep sense. Keep talking.
0: I'm going to bring up some stuff that wasn't mentioned.
2: Um, I mean, I'm sure they, they've got to lay the groundwork where they, from the big in scene of Spider-Man, which which the captain is the only person on the planet who still hasn't seen. Sure. Uh, by the way, it's actually still in flux that Tom Holland comes back to the Marvel Universe. Right. He, was, he is on a six-picture deal. That is equal parts solo film, group film. He's fulfilled the group film obligations by doing Civil War and the two Avengers movies. Uh The solo films, um, there's a third one. There's a contract for a third solo film. However, Marvel getting to do more movies with Spider-Man only happens if Far From Home does a billion dollars total. Oh wow,
0: interesting. And Keep I don't, going. I don't
2: know where it's at right now, but uh, if it doesn't do that, control and also I believe the fate of the sixth movie then falls to Sony to do. Right now, I don't really necessarily think Sony is gonna
1: go. You didn't hit a billion dollars, so we don't want anything to do with it because it's been so great for them. Right? Also. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like a worthwhile like for them to do it like all their own. Yeah, because it's
2: a pretty sweetheart deal for them. They get all the profit. But Marvel makes the movie. Pretty much. So that's, I mean, that's a good deal. Um, um,
1: although, I, although I am really excited about, you know, Sony's, Sony's uh, Into the Spider-Verse was so good. That's one of the I reasons
2: did. they think that they might try and hold on to more control of the Spider-Man character. Right. Because of Into the Spider-Verse and also because of Venom a little bit.
0: Yeah, that movie did well too.
2: It didn't do terrible.
0: I think it did better than they anticipated. Yeah, I, I do um, think that. So, I think what the next one features Carnage, isn't that right? With that that was
2: the end scene for Venom. Was uh, yeah, yeah it was Woody Harrelson as uh, Cletus Cassidy.
0: Cletus Cassidy. It's the worst it, name ever. It's the greatest name ever because he's Carnage. Yeah, right. He's Cletus. a redneck
2: hillbilly with a symbiote ready to kill.
0: Ready to kill somebody. Ye-haw. It's us it is. Uh, all right, I think I finally found the article I'm looking for. All right, what do you got? This is the article you're looking for. Uh, maybe not. Keep talking. I mean, maybe I wasn't maybe. looking for an article, so this I think I'm okay. An animated movie in right. the
1: mainline Marvel Universe is kind of cool. Or not movie, but it's a show, is right? Again? Oh, the the anim- what, if what if What if yeah, animated? It's neat, man. Um, I think it's going to be a whole season of stuff. Which is, which, is, which is exciting because this is the first time that the official Marvel Universe would have animated stuff. In. I,
2: I suspect it's going to be along the lines of Love, Death, Robots.
1: Uh, where it's, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah where it's a a episodic. like episodic, yeah. yeah, that would yeah. that would be cool. I mean, that's a perfect setup for like an anthology yeah, series. Yeah, all like little mini series. Yeah, when I saw what it, when I saw the list come out Saturday night, and I saw what it, if I didn't know it was animated, I was like, what are they doing? Like, yeah, like, how do, are how are how they, do they, they do that? They, how do they get these people from doing this? Um, so some of the big names that weren't included: Captain Marvel two, Black Panther two, Guardians of the Galaxy three. Mm-hmm. Um, those were kind of left off. Plus, we mentioned it a big. Um, Avenger or crossover event because they do that kind of stuff. I think, well, let's, what, let's I think
2: what's going to happen is I think the television shows are going to lay more of the groundwork That'd be awesome. than these movies. I think these movies, especially like, I think Eternals can lay some of the groundwork because it touches on some Shang of the chi stuff. Shang-Chi possibly could. Shane, no, uh, that'll be more about the Mandarin because they kept saying the Mandarin's coming back. Okay. They kept saying they're going to do the Mandarin right, uh, and Shane chi really will fit into that. Um, his origin story is rooted in crime in a criminal world criminal empire he's the son of like a powerful warlord so it kind of fits perfectly into that concept um and i think the movies are just going to do more of the individual stories because if you look back at what the second films of all of the first run of guys did those were like their personal stories you know captain america winter soldier was about captain america being an out of time yep. super soldier uh, and then the third movies were all the part of the true, story true.
0: stuff um now, I mean I might what was it was what three phases, but it took ten years. So some of the phases lasted a little longer than yeah the two years because
2: they went from two to three movies in that time. Too. Right,
0: and so you know this is two years worth of stuff coming up pretty quick. Right, um, so I'm ready to get on to phase four. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for phase five already. Like, this was some exciting stuff. The it's-
2: Disney stuff is really intriguing. It makes the streaming service a much bigger deal.
0: It does because what it's done, and we're getting out up against it, is it's it's taking characters you don't really know and putting them on the big screen. Yeah, what like they did really great with the Thors and the Captain Americas and the Iron Man in the beginning. Taking the characters you already know and love, putting them on the streaming service, that kind of drives your your committed fans to that service to watch that stuff. No, I agree with that. I do perfect stuff. Let's jump out to break. When we come back. We'll talk some more stuff. You're listening to the Thug Radio. <laughs> It's
2: summer, and if there's one thing that people know in Texas, is air conditioning is very important. If they're having any issues or want to have their units serviced or try to save money getting their unit serviced, one option to call is Faruja Mechanical. Faruja Mechanical has been serving Houston and the surrounding areas since 1959, and they specialize in heating and cooling repair, system replacements, planned maintenance, and indoor air quality. Make sure to ask about buying the planned maintenance, which comes with two tune-ups, 15% off repairs or replacements, and a guaranteed appointment within 24 hours. Interested parties should call 281-259-3367, 281-259-3367. For Mechanical, 281-259-3367.
1: Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug
0: Radio. <laughs> Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Ned. And you're listening to us on Conros FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at
2: IRLoneStar.com.
0: Before we get shaking and rolling onto our next topic, let's talk about our friends at Farouja
2: Mechanical. That's right, it's summer, and if there's one thing that's obvious in Texas is you're not going without air conditioning in this heat. Uh, so if your old outdated system isn't keeping up or you would like to have its service for the summer the for the summer, the trusted name to call is Ferrugia Mechanical. Ferrugia Mechanical has been serving Houston and the surrounding areas since nineteen fifty nine, and they specialize in heating and cooling repair, system replacements, planned maintenance, and indoor air quality. Make sure to ask about buying the planned maintenance, which comes with two tune ups, fifteen percent off repairs or replacements, and a guaranteed appointment with twenty four hours.
1: Nico, what's that phone number right there? What's that say? That is two eight one. Uh, two five nine three three six seven two eight one two five nine three three six seven accurate two eight one two five nine three three six seven that's Frusher
2: Mechanical. Give them a
1: call today.
0: Does he have trouble reading phone numbers, or you couldn't see it?
1: No, I just wanted him to do it because
2: I was gonna. I thought I was gonna cough. Oh, hey
0: man, that's, see, that's man, I'm a professional. So, uh, last segment, we talked a little bit about the uh, Marvel movies. Um, Black Widow's kicking it off. That's right. Um, and we kind of said before we did any of our research because we're professionals, of course. That uh, it might be one of those passing the batons to a new type of Black Widow, but as we've gotten more into it, it has come to light. They showed some footage at the uh, at Comic Con. Yeah, they showed some exclusive footage that the uh, film was ta- was uh, the setting of the film was the time frame was the end of Civil War until the beginning of Infinity War. So that's pretty new. It's not a prequel of how she became Black correct, Widow. Correct. Correct. Um, I mean, they say what's kicking off is when Iron Man says they're going to be coming for you. Right, right. Boom. That's kind of she, she kind of goes she's on the, on the run. run, and she goes back to Budapest. Budapest is a big deal um, between I, her. I and guess. Uh,
2: yeah, I guess I'll finally divulge what happened in yep. Budapest. Uh,
0: the Taskmaster is the uh, official villain, which oh, that's cool. I'm Pretty excited that's about. That's cool. But it's just it's gotten both of us thinking. Like, if you're, my thought process is you have a beloved character like Black Widow, who spoiler alert, you kill off uh, in Endgame. Correct. And then you're gonna release. Oh, hey, we're doing a movie about her. Okay, cool. Well, it's not a prequel. It's right. It's set in a time frame where you know the end of the story. So, how do you pass the baton, or even that? Like, you, if this movie does great, like, what do you, what do you do from there? You can't do another one. Right. It doesn't. It. I have almost agreed with everything that they've done until now. Like, I don't,
2: I don't get it. This doesn't give a good landing spot. No. In continuity to where her replacement lands.
0: Well, you know, she had that picture deal. We need to get one more out of her, so we made a movie about her. I
2: I think I think the way they could do it, and I'm just kind of like the wheels are spinning here. Yeah, I like when is, those wheels spin. I suppose there's someone, because this is right before uh, Infinity War. Correct. So I suppose there could be an opportunity there where there's someone young that at the end of it, she's like, you know, if you're ever in New York or if you ever want to do something, you know, give me a call, kind of a bit. Uh, She then goes her separate ways. Uh, The bloop happens. Those people disappear for five years. Those people come back. She's one of those people. When she comes back, she comes back, when she comes back and when she gets blooped away, she was on her way to New York to start training under her. There's been a bloop. It's five years later. Now she finds out when she comes back. She's lost five years and the Black Widow is gone. So now there's no one to train her.
0: So now, what does she do? So then, Young Avengers happens, sort of, right? Yeah, I don't know, and that but it's fine, Danny. I just to me, I think Black Widow has always been what you know. She's one of the, the the big five, right? Like she's one of the well, that was the five originals. That's
2: why the end game was specifically about them.
0: Yeah, no, for sure, and it's great. And so when people when they announce, hey, we're doing a Black Widow movie, then I guess we case. should really
2: say six. Like that's really not fair to Jeremy Renner to not put him in the original six. Five? Six? Six.
0: We got... Um, Cap, Iron Man, oh. Thor. Oh, we're, talking, we're, we're counting the Hulk, I guess, huh? Yeah. Sorry, the original six, yeah. Um, but they announced, hey, we're doing a Black Widow movie. It's so, like, oh, we've been wanting this. This is great. And then Endgame comes out, and then she dies. Everybody's like, wait. Yeah. You're know, giving us a Black Widow movie. So now we're going to give you what you want, and when it does great, well, we can't give you any more because we killed her already. Well, that's
2: not really true, though. Doctor Strange, will get her back. Well, even more than that... They could this is do multiverse madness. Well, that is multiverse true. Multiverse madness. They could bring her over Shake from the multiverse. It up. Or they could just keep making these movies set in these periods. Well, the That's how one. you bring back all these guys, right? Like you could do What's seven more Iron Man's. Wanda Vision, right? It's coming out. Well how do you do that? Right? I I'd think Wanda brings Vision back to life. You think so? Yeah. With her crazy spooky magic. With her crazy spooky magic and also with the fact No more mutants. Also with the fact that um, you gotta remember Wakanda was taking apart Vision's brain when
0: it all happened. True. That's true. So there's two options there. So do you think, okay, let's talk a little, you you mentioned uh, Wakanda, so put me on this Black Panther kick. Um, It was, what, Phase 3 Black Panther came out? Yes. One. Is it that big a deal that the sequel's not in Phase 4? It's only two years. Well, no, that is a
2: big deal. Two years is a long time. Two years starts to creep into the realm for a major studio to not be doing a sequel. But Marvel, I think, is kind of set on doing five or six movies at a time so that they don't get too far ahead of themselves. You know, they don't consider themselves a full studio in the sense that, like, a real studio would do 20, 30 movies a year. Right, right. Um, so here's the comment that came from the uh, from the brothers, the directors. Russo brothers? Yes. When of, they to take a
0: sip of my leftover, Dr. Pepper.
2: Oh, Lord. When they were filming... Infinity War and Endgame, they filmed the bulk of both together. Captain Marvel wasn't filmed yet, and Black Panther had just wrapped and wasn't out yet. Okay. So no one knew the way the fans were going to take to those two characters, so their roles of both of those places and things was sort of kept to the minimal kind of narrowness. Not necessarily don't use them, but... Look, we've got to use them here because this is where we leave the Winter Soldier. We got to use them here because this is where the fight's going to be. But let's not make it too much about them. And so, you fast forward, and now it's really been probably since they filmed Black Panther four years before the next one even starts
0: shooting. Probably, yeah. That's a long time. When did a uh, Strange was that Phase Two or Phase Three?
2: Strange was, I believe, the start of Phase Three or the in, uh, start of Phase Three. So start of Phase Three because he's not in my little box set.
0: So, when you look at the big film films, you've got Black Widow, Strange, Shang-Chi, The Eternals, and then ends with Thor, right? Yeah. So, you're introducing uh, two new films and then touching up on, or three new films, really, the Black Widow one. That's right, a new, that's a new film, you know, yeah. And then you've got two sequels of sorts. Um, but I think Black Panther hit so hard, that you know, people want Yeah, more it
2: probably that. should have jumped to the front. I imagine this has more to do with Benedict Cumberbatch being harder to nail down.
0: Maybe so. Um, I get why the Guardians want his pushback, uh, just with the stuff going on with James Gunn, and now he's coming yeah. back, but he's got the stuff he's got to do for DC first. Kind of a, eh, so So, not, not so crazy. Not so... Worried they, about that. Right. It's but, it's
2: less of a surprise that that wasn't announced. But, but you saw, know it's coming.
0: But when you see something like Ant-Man that came Phase 2, and then they just jump straight to the sequel there in Phase 3, it's kind of au- not awkward, but kind of weird to me that as big as Black Panther was, it didn't kind of fit it into Phase 4. Well, it,
1: it also means that they could have Black Panther play a, a bigger role in either larger stories that will take place either across the so That's point. true. Black Panther could show up in two or three of these movies.
0: So, okay, if they have him show up,
1: which ones does he show up in? Maybe strange for sure, Eternals. Maybe Eternals, yeah. yeah. I think so.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because in Marvel, Wakanda over the last five, six years of Marvel comics, Wakanda has taken the forefront, like the lead in like protecting Earth, and because a lot of the threats wound up coming to Wakanda, uh, Namor fi- famously sinks Wakanda when he has the power of the Phoenix Force. Yeah, uh, T'Challa becomes king of the dead, and his sister becomes king, uh, queen of the living. Because there's literally a whole dead city in the nation of Wakanda, um, so there's a lot of these stories where now Wakanda becomes like the protector of Earth because they have because all these things kept coming back to Wakanda.
0: Let me uh, ask you this question. Okay, you tell me the the likelihood. So Strange is coming. Yep, it's got a crazy title. Yeah, sounds like a TV show game Does. show. Uh, do you think they start planting seeds in this Strange movie for something that you are really fond of? Called the Illuminati. Um, I bet
2: they do that before that. You think so? Yeah. Because if he's going to muck around with the multiverse, he's going to have a purpose. And for me, that purpose is that something's going to happen in these first couple of movies where somebody like T'Challa, Reed Richards, like parts of what would be an a Illuminati. Strange,
0: what, strange is the second one coming out or is that Shang-Chi? Did we...
2: uh, strange looks like it's in the middle. Okay, okay. Um. Yeah, and so Shane Chi, if the Mandarin's coming back with magic and the Ten Rings, well, then Doctor Strange needs to go get some weapons of his own. Then and the, the Illuminati, Illuminati all might. Your body.
0: Yeah, rolls like a twelve gauge shotty.
2: So I, I think the Illuminati start showing up in the Eternals probably.
0: Hmm uh yeah was, it, this is the fun part right we get to speculate speculate what what would we like to see you know there's a lot of famous people in the eternals though they think they're smarter than us but really like they should just let us do these movies at least create the stories uh,
2: dc I, I would say i would take the job at dc in a heartbeat marvel marvel I, I would probably say i'll join the team
0: yeah i think marvel's got to figure it out but yeah dc yeah. should definitely give us a call hey because I have no idea what they're doing with their movies anymore. Well,
2: they listed a whole bunch of stuff, and like it just looks like a mess.
0: Right, they have no... Just li- like,
1: well, I feel like half the no movies they announced reason. like three years ago never came out. That's, no. So yo, like, that's right. We're still waiting on our them? Cyborg movie. How do you cyborg trust the movie.
0: Flash? The
2: Flash was still up on the list. Was it really? Yeah. On the DC, I think I saw a picture of like a DC list of movies, and it was like Wonder Woman 84, something, something, and I think the third movie listed was The Flash, and I was like, you don't have an actor, you don't have a director, and you don't have a script. Hey, we're free. Right for for part of those right because I'm not running, I'll run. Okay, you'll you'll be the Flash. Yeah,
0: I mean CG, bro. Like CGI, I'm in.
2: I would pay so much money to, to see the, the Joey Savage a fat, Flash. A fat Flash to see you as the Flash.
0: Oh, Joey, I would love it. All right, let's jump out to a break. I'm gonna see if I can find the DC stuff. When we come back, we'll talk about it or we'll throw you a curveball. You're listening to Nerdfight Radio.
2: Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries,
0: former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd. Thug Radio. Back back said, back Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Cha cha cha. Getting ready to shut down this episode. I don't even know what number this is. Six hundred two twenty-seven. Two twenty-seven. Is that right? At yeah. Six hundred eighty-five. Two hundred and twenty-seven episodes of this beautiful show. Before we—that's uh, too many. Before we uh, close it down, Corey, let's talk about our. Friends, adventure begins. Comics and more.
2: That's right. The adventure begins. Comics, games and more. Yeah, you just don't get stuff right. I don't. I don't think that's what you do here. That's fine. Uh, they're on fourteen eighty
0: eight. Do what I want.
2: <coughs> and I die. Apparently, they're on fourteen eighty eight. Uh, it's a fun, family friendly, well lit place to go and get your nerd on. Go hang out with them. This week they got a lot going on. Friday, it's very important. This is the longest day fundraiser. Help us smash Alzheimer's. They're going to have a bunch of fundraising tournaments. Mario Kart Deluxe Grand Prix Tournament starting at noon. Super Smash Bros. starting at 6. $10 entry fee with all proceeds going to the longest day. Win a cold trophy. A couple other things uh, as well as a pop of your choice and $50 uh, in cold, hard cash. Plus the kickoff. This was the official email here. The kickoff of the Hero Clicks tournament as well.
0: Starts this Friday. It's Nico's 21st birthday. We got a private room. It's BYOB. Come celebrate, Nico. Play some clicks. Drink some beers.
2: Boom. Also, Saturday, July 27th, they have this is cool. All right. It's called AMT Guard G A R D. In store demo. AMT G A R D is a nationwide live action role playing group build a character, join a new world, and have an awesome time.
0: Ooh, I like to have awesome time. They'll be times.
2: demonstrating in-store. Stop by if you're interested in learning more about the world of LARP.
0: LARP? Live-action role-play. That's
2: what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: that's from Role Models. The and,
2: movie. And AmpedGuard. LARP. Which is a oh, nationwide live-action role-playing I group. I king. Also, this Sunday is D&D Junior's Adventurers League. It's the semi-monthly... Juniors League sessions for kids age 10 to 16. This is the first play session, so get in on the ground floor with a level 1 player character. Only $5 to play. Just make a purchase of at least $5 while in store for the event. That'll count for your $5. The adventure begins, comics, games, and more is uh, awesome. Make sure you stop by. Write down 1488. Go hang out there. Tell Bill we said hey. Or Kate. Or Kate. Or, or Chaz. Or J- uh, yep. uh, Jarek. And then, man, I panicked on his name. They got a new dude there, and I don't recognize him, so there's okay. more people there. Cool. Anyway, you know, go hang out. It's awesome, and we're going to start being there every Friday, doing our Clicks thing. Every
0: other Friday on the Clicks thing. Oh, every other Friday? Every okay. other Friday. Okay. So we'll make sure we have people have enough time to make it. Okay. Uh, so, D.C. decided, you know what? We don't need to go to San Diego Comic-Con. It's only the biggest convention in the entire year. Our competitors are going to be there announcing their stuff, but you know what? Our films don't need to be represented. So, they didn't have a hall. They didn't have a panel. No, no thanks. Okay, all right. Cool, right? Yeah. No, it's not cool. No, it's not cool like at all. Like said before, they have no idea what they're doing. Um, you know what's
2: funny is when we said this initially, I actually, Nico was like, they didn't have a panel, and I said, yeah, why would? They don't even have any movies coming out. But they do. Joker's coming out. So then Nico proceeded to list four movies coming out within the next eight months. Joker,
0: Birds of Prey, Suicide Squad 2, Wonder Woman 84. Apparently a DC Pets animated film.
2: So suddenly there's five films. Suicide in the, Squad
0: too. Did I mention that one? You did. Yeah. Sirens, so it's gonna uh, win another Gotham City Oscar. Sirens. So I mean, there's so, the new Batman. Uh, they Robert Pattinson was announced as the Batman.
2: But I think that's like years away.
0: 2021. Is
2: that what they're saying? Yeah. Oh my goodness.
0: That's not that far away that's, that's
1: the that's the end of Marvel's playing right yeah. now that they announced already. They got still
0: figured out.
2: Yeah. Uh, DC may want J- to go hey, to look, work.
0: Give me a call. You can find my number on our Facebook page facebookcom radio, or shoot us an email, we'll negotiate, we'll take over your film. I'll work well with James Gunn. He sounds like a great guy. Yeah, they they need a little bit of help though. This is um it's a disaster. This is a really
2: poor choice.
0: Right, like why would you not show up?
2: I I don't I don't know why because the reality of the whole situation is simply
0: Plus, Aquaman was awesome, and that was, like, what, almost two years ago. Right. They haven't even given us anything like, hey, let's do a sequel. Like, what is going on?
2: You know what's weird? Jason Momoa is oddly famous for not doing a lot. Like, he I know was. we're on DC. No, but, but let's... Because let's he's,
1: he's real attractive. Yeah, but but he's is is. Good, like, a good-looking dude, for sure. He was
0: in, what, uh, Game of Thrones for, like, maybe doesn't. But he doesn't like does make it out of the first season. Maybe 10 minutes. Right. And he lasted less than Sean Bean.
2: Right. Um, or about the same. I think, I think about the same, because technically his character is still alive. He's in that weird coma thing. So he's, like, he's still on screen. Um, but so and Jason Momoa and then Aquaman and then a little bit of some Netflix stuff, cameo, The Frontier yeah, and all cameo that. Cameo
0: and Justice League. Right. That's
2: it. It's, like, a weird, but, like, everyone's just kind of been super obsessed with him. Because
0: he's good looking. Yeah. He's, he's, he's attractive. attractive. He's, like, what? an attractive Nico. But he's, like, a... Is that, oh, man. is that what you're going with your hair? Wow. Jason Momoa style?
2: Yeah, a little bit. But, like, he's also... There's just something very... People... Like, there's... Something about, like, an enthusiasm or an attitude that he has yeah. that people are just, like... They love it.
0: Yeah. If Nico started working out and, like, got a six-pack, we could probably pass him off as Jason Momoa when we go do cons. He could be, like, his younger brother. Yeah. I'm his stunt double. <laughs> oh. You could be Jason Momoa's
2: stunt double. Or stand-in. Because, you know, they could get a guy to stands for, like, yeah. for lighting and stuff. Oh, yeah. You could be you the stand-in. Yeah. There you go. When they get this, This is how great it is to be a Hollywood star. When they're getting, like, the lighting and the rigging and the scene set up, you're in your trailer. They have a guy who looks the same-ish as you stand in your places so that they can check the lighting and all that
1: so that they don't waste your time.
2: That's so good. DC, you're the
1: worst. I just think of Spaceballs when they catch their stunt doubles instead of the real them. <laughs> it's best scene ever.
0: Um, So we know films like take create, like You're mentioning this, right? Yeah. So when we were out of town, I was telling you guys in the break, uh, Ali Savage grew up in this little town in Georgia. It's noon in Georgia. They film a lot of stuff downtown there. They do. Yeah. Um, this new Stargirl. Stargirl's coming out. Like they yeah. got a whole like streaming service. They do
2: have a whole streaming service. Well, and Harley Quinn is about. supposed to come out, and Young Justice, I think, is out right now.
0: They announced the Doom Patrol season two, which was probably pretty good. But they're also going to release it on HBO Max, their new streaming service. It's going to be on both.
2: Yeah, uh, see, th- this is the problem right now. I think DC just doesn't know what their fate is. No. And I think that's the problem, because of the AT&T, Time Warner, yeah, yeah, yeah. WB, all of these things are all merging into one super thing
0: they don't know what to do right and so, so even
2: though warner brothers has the first app I, I i do think they're gonna wind up like the the victim yep. of all this
0: so noon in georgia she grew up they filmed a lot of stuff the walking dead stuff there uh, before so when we were out of town we, we were there went downtown to walk where they were filming uh the conjuring three in downtown um and they had this one street blocked off yeah and they were filming so we stood there for about 45 minutes and it was one of the days where none of the stars were there. So it was just all the extras. Uh, probably like the backup like, yeah. uh, director was there. Yeah, uh, they, they
2: shoot B-roll. So yeah, you're right. It would be like an assistant director yeah, out and there.
0: So they literally filmed the same five-second scene like 55 times. And all it was was like a car driving down the street and then like people walking back and forth. And like a guy going into a phone booth. Over and over and over again. You know, I
1: hope I hope 54 of those go into the movie. Yeah. And they just they just keep playing the scene with a slightly different every and time.
0: And uh, one of the things...
1: And you're in the background every time.
0: So here's one, thing that, here's one of the things that cracked me up. Do I have enough time to like kind of get into this? Yeah, okay. So we're there, and there's a guy who works for the studio. Yeah. And he is a um, young, younger guy, probably our age. Okay. Um, and he's watching the street traffic, tell everybody to be quiet when the filming goes. Well, he's got on like a Black Panther shirt. Well, my uh, nephew is with us, and he's got on like this miter, uh, miter. this Miles Morales Spider-Man hat. Nice. And So he's like, "How's oh, that, Miles Morales?" He's like, yeah. So we start talking to a little bit, and he starts talking about, "Oh yeah, black. I worked on Black Panther." And so, he starts giving all this information, like talking about all this like comic book stuff. And you know, Allie and Savage and her prints like, "Hey, tell me you have a radio show." I'm like, "I'm not interested in talking to this guy." <laughs> and so, like, we walk off, and they're like, "Well," I was like, "He didn't say anything that he couldn't have read on the internet." Like. People, like, on the movies, like, they feel like they're more important than they are. Like, he wasn't releasing any kind of information. Like, how can I even be credible that he...
2: Do you know, actually, Joey on the radio feels more important than he actually is. But
0: I am because I'm the captain. I own the radio.
2: I'm going to remind him of when he didn't want to interview Shannon Elizabeth while she sat by herself. And I said, Joey, this is an easy one. She's breaking. She's following all of my rules. She's by herself, outside of her table. Let's go get it. And Joey goes, nah. Yeah. The next day he comes up and the first words out of his mouth are, man, if we get some interviews, I hope we get to interview Shannon. A little I didn't bit. realize
0: she had so much in common that I did.
2: I was so but, mad at you for like 30 seconds that yeah. morning. I was like, you shot this down big shot yesterday. Uh,
0: but he's just he's like an assistant. Like he's rambling all this stuff. I was like, he's yeah, closer just, to movies than we are." I just read those. But how can how can he be a credible source?
2: Well, I mean, he's, he was at work that day when it happened. Yeah, on The that's Conjuring way,
0: 3. That's way more credit. But, like, he's just reading off, like, the comic book resource article that I just read five minutes ago. <laughs> Maybe
2: he's the source in the article yeah. that they wrote from.
0: Not at all. Not at all. I was like, you got to be very particular with who you interview. Like, my time is precious. <laughs>
2: that is how those things break, though. Like, they make those guys, like, turn in their cell phones at, when they walk on set and stuff. Yeah. Well, because it is, it is a guy like that who's going to screw something up. Yeah. Right. That's why he's working on the Conjuring.
0: By the but way, now he's on the
2: Conjuring Three. By the way, remember that lawsuit we talked about a long time ago from the Conjuring film franchise? Yeah. Remember how, in order essentially, in order to prove to win their case and not have to pay him, they're going to have to prove that ghosts were real. Blah blah yeah. blah. There's been a there's been a, a twist. Um, what a twist! The guy suing, who basically says that his production company owns all the rights. Blah blah blah. It turns out he is broke. He's being funded by a third party. Who has just filed like fifty lawsuits against the studio over the last like decade anyway, and he was suing the his his guy. He was suing him, and he got him to agree to do this as a way to get out of the other lawsuit. To do the third film, to to, to sue the studio for control of the Conjuring stuff. So there's like this weird third player who's behind all of it. I've never seen any of those films. I haven't either. Honestly, like they don't really seem all like that. This
0: one. From the well, you don't like scary, though. Well, this one too. No, I don't. This one seems like the uh, it was being filmed in like the the fifties. Yeah,
2: yeah. It, the Conjuring ones are about the Warrens, so they're like set in the sixties and okay, and that and makes, all that. That makes sense, I guess. But yeah, so remember, eventually they're like, you got to prove ghosts in order to prove that these are real stories and therefore historical, so you have permission to use them. And so now, because this other guy is the one actually behind everything, the courts are like, well, it's not really, uh, it's disingenuous now, so everything's getting like. Taken care of and settled that's now. That's funny. That's yeah. funny right there. That's, that's, that's how you get out of proving ghosts.
0: There you go. <laughs> Don't want to prove ghosts? Let's just start suing people. Left <laughs> and right. From like 55 different angles. It was weird, man. Let's well, gonna wrap up this edition of the uh, Nerd Thug Radio episode 227. Did I get it right? Yep. Uh, we got some cool stuff going on this week. The sports show comes out Thursday. We get some more Nerd Thug Radio on Friday. Friday is Nico's 21st birthday. Woo! We're going to celebrate Woo! Nerd Thug Style. Playing hero clicks, drinking some booze, hanging out with our friends at The Adventure Begins, comics and more. Did I get it right that Comics, thing? games and more. Comics, games and more. I'll get there one day. You never know. For the Captain Joey Savage.
2: The talented Corey DLG. And the producer Nico DLG. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel.